There he is. That's our, that's our producer, Craig. What the fuck is that? It's a robot. Wait, I thought that was Brian just fucking around at first. <laughs> that's actually like a bot? That's a bot. That's what we used to record. I love how he didn't listen at first. You had to like kind of coerce him. <laughs> He's a fuck. He never listens. Did you name him Craig or is it just... No, that's it's called Craigbot. So what... What does Craig prefer on pronouns? <laughs> Craig is uh, they, them. Craig's envy. Yeah, Craig just lies in... Craig just lies in the middle. Yeah, Craig doesn't, like... Like, when he, Craig goes to the DMV, they have to, like, like, create a third bubble. Yeah, he's more of just everything <laughs> and at the same time. Any slash all. It's kind of a, he's kind of just a broader concept than that. Um, do you, uh, do you, do you want to hear a, a good pronoun joke from you? Yes. What are the, what are the pronouns of uh, a really sneaky mischievous person? He, 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 slash him. Oh my fucking God. Sneaky. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you. The shit that brings tears in my eyes. <laughs> so funny. I think Brian's taking a nap because I told him 8.30. I already took my nap earlier. That's why this is actually working out better than last time. <laughs> Perfect. I need to have a... I need to be really well-rested if I'm going to sit through an episode of this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, fine. That's, that's fine. I'm very glad. I appreciate that. So out of the loop to where, like, I really got to start digging... And they better be doing a good job to like give me a reason, you know. But this episode was way more engaging. I, than the this last was one. such a good one for you to for you to be on. It like gave me so much to work off of, whereas the last one was just referencing things as if I should know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last one was so fitting for the context of our personal lives. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's- yeah. That was why that one hit the nail on the head. I was like, oof, like. Mm-hmm. The dad shit. This is a raw. This is a raw subject. Yeah, fortunately, actually, you got to listen to you got to watch the first FP episode. That's his dad's name, FP. <laughs> I think it was more along because doesn't Jughead. Mm-hmm. So does somebody run away in that episode? Um. So no, in that episode, Jughead has run away for the past year and a half. So that's why that hit home. I'm He's been it. homeless. Oh, okay. So that's why that hit home. The topic was just, you know, just, you know. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. Fresh, you know? So I was like. <laughs> that episode, he, um, that was actually like our, I want to say fourth or fifth episode in a row where he's been like homeless, homeless. Like he, he used to, uh, he used to sleep at the drive-in, um, but then they they like demolished that. So that was the first episode they had mentioned the fact that he's homeless <laughs> in like forever. Yeah, it was a it was a good episode. I just um <laughs> I remember that was when I was out in Orlando, so I was just so mm-hmm. exhausted after uh, just like working throughout the day because I'd get up pretty early out there. I like sleeping pretty late. How was your Florida trip? Well, I actually have had two since then now. What? So, what are you doing in Florida? I went there 
Um, I are we so we are. Yeah, but I don't. But I won't publish this part. Yeah, I mean, or you can just bleep out the. Yeah, I, I'm probably not gonna put this whole thing in. This is gonna be like maybe a cold open of like a couple minutes, and then. Okay, we just to get rolling before Brian comes in here. I get. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm working with who is this old, like he's just a really he's a porn star. Oh. Also known by his state name. <laughs> That's fucked up because, like, now you definitely can't produce this. <laughs> Unless we believe every bit of this. Um, just open. Do that. Open. Just. That would be hilarious if, like, for this whole conversation, but you bleep out actually every indication. <laughs> Um, no, I'm getting to work with this guy, and he's just a really established producer. Um, you know, kind of just doing everything. Yeah, I would like to see myself. Yeah, age yeah. New Jersey from where he's born. Is that oh. his, his spouse? Uh, wow. Okay. Yep. That's exactly him. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> so you got his whole fucking back. You got his whole background <laughs> check. Google, right? I googled him. He's on net worth dollars. Wow. You know what's crazy about that is he just signed a deal for at least three times that amount. Wow. And that is not a very accurate depiction of how rich Gender he is. It's pretty insane. <laughs> that's good there. That's good to let you get a voice. <laughs> In case there is a little bit of a, uh, what do you a call that? Like, a debate? Oh, it's more like uh, when somebody like like if you're in court and you want to like rebuttal something, you'd have to like open up a uh... <laughs> claim. No, it's like, like a counter. Like... <laughs> no, that's too specific of like what it actually is. It's like there's a there's a law term for like when you um, file a. Um, it's basically you saying no. It's that's like not an objection, right. right? Yeah, but that's in court. It's more like on paper it would be referred to as a. Um, I don't know, but either way. <laughs> yeah, all our lawyers listen to us. Can you uh, can you tell us the answer? Wait, what was it? All of the lawyers that listen to this podcast. Can you guys um, tell us the answer to this question? Yeah, chime in. I know there's a huge uh, law niche uh, community of listeners for this podcast. I know you guys are out there. Just <laughs> tell us how you're feeling. Come on, hit us with the hit us with them bars. Am I right? Hey. Oh, because you could be barred from court. <laughs> no, because you have to pass the bar to. Oh, the bar exam. Yeah, that too. You yeah. No, you get barred from a casino. Yeah, you you can get barred from you can get barred. Well, yo, you can't get barred from court because that would just mean they can't try you. That would just mean that you're arrested. That's you're like your hack. Yeah, you're gonna go back to court. <laughs> if you can't go to court, that means you're in prison. If you can't go to court, yeah, that's I got banned from the courthouse for being too rowdy, and so now they can't try me for all my other crimes. Except for me, I actually can't go to court every single time they ask me to come for jury. <laughs> like for jury duty. Oh yeah, I can't go. Oh, I've been to, I've just been to court. I've been to uh, the court where the police officer gives me a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt. And I walk up to a desk. Did show up? I did show up and I paid that fucking ticket off. And then 
immediately was written a ticket that same day because I blew a stop sign. Oh. Yeah, that was a horrible day. But you know what's crazy about that following ticket that was written to me that day? What's that? I crumpled it up. I threw out the window. I don't endorse littering, obviously. Yeah. That's not obviously. what you're supposed to Supposed to throw away your ticket. Your ticket. Yeah, exactly. Recycle your ticket, or just burn it. Maybe recycling's better. Recycling's better. Yeah, better burning's bad. Yeah. Burning's bad, actually. Don't burn it. You idiot. Recycle your ticket. Um. So I just took that ticket, drove off. I threw it out the window. I pulled up to Lucky Greens, <laughs> and yeah, big deep reference. Deep which which which, which corner was it? Corner Lucky Greens or was it Middle Lucky Greens? Corner Lucky Greens. Oh, no, 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 it was middle. It was middle. It was, it was middle, middle, right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was it was the big one with the big. It was like farm Lucky. Yeah, Greens. it was. Like, well, it's like a, yeah, it's like a a steakhouse now, or like a barbecue place or something. Yeah, like a barn house. It's exactly the type of building that they just like smoke meats in. Well, they were smoking things, right? All right. Oh yeah, they were smoking meats, just not with the type of chips that you would use to smoke such meats. And by meats, they mean brains. Specifically, specifically smoking meats that get you high. Okay, I'm ready to fucking go. Hello, folks, and welcome back to Jughead's Lament, the podcast where we talk about Riverdale. I'm your host, Isabella Ramona. With me, as always. What's up? It's me, Brian. And with us this week, our special guest, the one and only George. It's me. What up, George? How are you? How are you doing this fine evening? I'm still fresh off that stizzy hit. I'm not going <laughs> to No, if I cough, like... Am I allowed? So, actually, can we just get out of open? What are the rules of this podcast? <laughs> this is a lawless land. Jordan. There are no rules. I can actually say cuss words? You can, you can say I, whatever the heck you, you want, say, baby. Yeah, Brian doesn't say cuss words, so I have to fucking say them for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that answered it for me. <laughs> you need a little spice, you know? Yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, I mean, there's the only rules here are the, only, are the rules that uh, everywhere should have, you know? No slurs, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no racism, Wait. no cops. Wait a second. <laughs> Brian, I'm sure we've just... talked about all of this stuff on the podcast before. <laughs> Brian, listen, we've made, these are all suggestions. Oh, um, okay. We we, hey, we've never said a slur on the podcast. Well, we <laughs> did. Have... <laughs> With a yellow sign, it's like more just kind of like we should do <laughs> Trying. This, this is gonna be our best episode yet. <laughs> it was a mistake, and I think we apologized. Oh yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Like, what's crazy is like you told me, okay, George, like we're starting right now, and I said, well, let me grab a fucking truly, and I'm already on my next one. 
This is going to be great. I could feel okay. it in my heart. It's going to be a wonderful episode. It's also going to take me four days to edit because I know it's going to run long. But <laughs> this episode is episode 10, The Lost Weekend. And full disclosure, you'll notice that this episode title is called The Lost Episode. Ah, yes. <laughs> this is because I made a mistake. And look, long story, I lost the recording. Uh, me and Brian already did this one once. George has not, though. So we have a fresh perspective. <laughs> you know, I honestly, I don't remember the episode. I I watched the next episode right after. So I do have some knowledge on episode 11. But I don't remember it anymore. <laughs> it's been a week since our last recording. Maybe two. I'm not going to lie. Because as you two both know, I was supposed to feature on an episode what like three weeks ago and i ended up falling asleep because the episode was so unengaging i could not even do it anymore and i fell asleep and then when i woke up i had to cancel because i was asleep but this episode was different so all that to say from somebody just coming into a blind this episode left me with some questions that's for sure some questions well we always start with the three things so this week on riverdale Jughead is a weirdo. Archie goes buck wild, and FP assaults a minor. Good. George, what is, what are some of your your questions? Should we just we should just start? All right, and feel free to ask a question at any time. Uh, you, I think you've heard the podcast before. We just kind of go through it. I have copious amounts of notes, and you tell us what you think about different things. Interject at any time, okay? Yep. And I just laugh. That's my role. <laughs> Brian is our laugh track. <laughs> my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> the first question is do any of these kids have superpowers not that we know of so, that is such a good question so george sent me this text as i was watching through it again and he was watching through it for the first time and i thought it was so funny and then i kind of realized he has some really good reasons for saying yeah. that yeah 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 absolutely i never thought about this at all <laughs> <laughs> so no because like we we get right into the swing of things, and it's similar to. I mean, I gotta I gotta tell you, like the really the only thing I remember about anything of this show was that. Is this Cody or Zach? This is Cody. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. That's immediately what I was just like. Oh, it's fucking. I knew it was Cody. Oh, I knew. I it love was, this because if it was Zach, Zach would have been a wild. Like you know, yeah. partying and shit. It's Cody. So they're it's like villains for us. Like you gotta fucking play Cody again, basically. <laughs> so I like I so I remember that. Um, but yeah, so like it really cuts into like the whole thing and and I'm sure we'll get into this. You guys have like a format and whatnot, and maybe breaking down the episode, but like there's like this moment where they start flashing back to like people in superhero outfits or like the girl, Bella, she's dressed like Batwoman. So I'm like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. like I'm on, episode, I'm on episode ten, and he's all like, oh, the dark Bella. Bella or I don't know. Oh, Bella is good. So I'm picking Bella. Well, at the same, but Betty is her name. Betty or Bella? Betty. Okay. Well. I just my, my, my icon is her in Discord. That's why I'm so Bella. <laughs> Bella, you just set me up for the fucking sidebar right now. 
Betty. Why did they use Betty? Who names their fucking kid Betty since like the forties? It's the Elizabeth. worst kids. The worst people named it's their short, kid Betty. It's short for Elizabeth. How does Elizabeth turn to? It's Betty? like bad. Why wouldn't you go with what's? Betty? What is Polly short for? Pollyanna. Oh. <laughs> or Paulette. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> Listen, so she all in Batwoman costume drowning her dude. And then here's my other thing. I'm I'm all right. You guys, I'm gonna come into this and just say there's one black person in the show so far, and he's the fucking villain. Come on. We've definitely come on. Come on. Feel <laughs> like Archie couldn't we made Archie looks like a fucking villain. Right? <laughs> he is a villain in some Archie's sense. the worst character in the show. He's our villain. He's he's the worst. Well, did you notice Archie dated a, 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 a um, at least I think she's black, but she's um, she, yeah, she has to be because she's in the Pussycats. Uh, Val, yeah, that girl actually, is black. So, yeah, you're right, actually. I but do but they're all also villains. They're side villains. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spoiled all of Riverdale for you, huh? <laughs> spoiler alert if you start on the 10th episode, okay? You're supposed to give me spoilers. <laughs> okay. okay so we have to start every episode as always starts with a jughead monologue i'm gonna get in the character here <clears throat> i got my hat on i don't have a jughead hat but i have a hat that i bought from hodad's many years ago and it fits like a jughead hat so <laughs> weekdays from 8 25 a.m to 301 p.m we adhere to a strict regimen everything in our lives controlled but then Something like the murder of Jason Blossom happens, and you realize there's no such thing as control. There's only chaos. Nevertheless, some of us strive to impose and maintain order in what is fundamentally an orderless world. A fact that which would become very soon. Wait, what? <laughs> a, fact which... <laughs> a fact which would very soon be confirmed in ways none of us could have foreseen. And, like, this is all interspersed with shots of kids, like, in class, cheerleading, you know, doing their regular school stuff. And then them, like, going freaking crazy at a party. It's beautiful. It's Archie is shirtless, pouring beer on his chest. That's all we need. It's all the show really is. (laughs) You didn't really miss much, George. I wish any of us three did that in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. I have my panda hat still over here. (laughs) Ryan. Um, It's not a joke. I'll take a picture of it after the podcast. (laughs) Podcast thumbnail. The thumbnail of this podcast is Brian's panda hat. Uh, It's on my bed. (laughs) I will go to say, though, that like even it just like it had to be. I mean, Bella, you know, you remember like us being like that little like surf punk moment that happened. Like, oh, like when I when I did the crowd surf. Yes, <laughs> precisely. That was like a little pocket of high school that did exist with like a little bit of party vibe. But even after that, we just went back into reclusism. Is that a word? Reclusism. Reclusive. It is now. I mean, if I know what you're saying, then <laughs> check it out. Side note. I'm an expert at creating words. I created a word on the AP language, AP test. I made up a word <laughs> to be, um, oh man, and it, conflictual. Conflictual is not a word. <laughs> it's 
don't want to use that. But you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean, though. To be in a conflictual yeah. state. Oh, absolutely. Come on. Come on. So, like, that's the art of just, that's how you get ahead in life, by the way. You just commit that. You're like, you just create the dictionary. That's what Shakespeare did. Shakespeare created like a billion yeah. words. And look where he is now. He's dead. <laughs> Let's be honest. Only real ones remember who created the word swick. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're so right. Bringing it back. Where swick. swick was forged out of fire and flame. Oh. Wow. Two wow. words uh, separated by the entire universe. Sick and wicked. <laughs> How would they ever merge? How would they ever come together? Swift. <laughs> it's it's true. No, you're so right. You're a, you're an innovator. That's incredibly swick of you. <laughs> By the way, are they superheroes? No, they're not. Not yet, as far as although we know. Betty does like claw into her hand, and that looks kind of superhero. Yeah, I feel like they could like season two or something they could just be superheroes <laughs> like they just awaken x gene or something <laughs> we don't know enough about the show yet to yeah, say here's my one theory and i you know i implore you to edit this out but just based <laughs> off like the one episode 10 worth of context like i think she's a werewolf <laughs> the beast within we're keeping it in yeah absolutely no there's a whole thing about that when we get to the movie sequence uh-huh and it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's foreshadowing. So the episode opens on uh, Fred, which is Archie's dad. We refer to the parents that we tend to like uh, as their first names. Yeah. So just Fred. <laughs> so Fred. Fred knocks on Archie's door and Archie and Jughead are playing video games. And I don't know. You don't know this yet, George. Uh, Archie is not just having a friend over. Jughead lives here now in his room on the gaming oh. chair. In high school. They're high schoolers, by the way. I don't know if you picked that up. <laughs> you picked that up, Brian. Thank you, though. <laughs> they look so old. I would, I would that's probably the only thing I picked up. <laughs> <laughs> they look so old. But Chugget is sitting on the gaming chair. He's got, and it's not like the new style of gaming chair that like is like comfortable to sit in. It's that weird, like, like I don't know how you would say it. What is what shape is that? It's like a like a line that's like bent for you to sit in. It's one singular line. It's got speakers on the side, but nobody has ever turned the speakers on. Oh, oh! I actually know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> talking about the boomerang chair. Yeah, boomerang chair. Exactly. The boomerang locker. And you, they're both <laughs> they're both playing at the same time, and they don't show it this time. But George, do you have any guesses to what game they're playing? Well, I heard swords. You, you did that. hear swords. So there was swords. And when, so here's my thing. I thought I saw them both playing in the first scene, but I didn't go back. They are. But here's, from, from the from the likes of which Archie just so nonchalantly stepped away from the game, it must have not been serious. <laughs> okay, all right. The answer to that, what they were playing is DC Universe Online. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Why did sense he keep playing? So they must be, they must be facing each other in a versus, right? <laughs> so then why did, why did fucking, and I'm going to call him Cody, not Jughead. <laughs> he doesn't deserve your respect yet. <laughs> Cody's lament. Why does Cody keep fucking playing after Archie has already been in a full conversation with his dad and he's just whamming on the afk character what's the deal here bro are you just fucking angry it makes no sense 
There's no incentive. Jughead is so mean. He doesn't even like pick up after the party later. <laughs> we get to that part. <laughs> He's just a jerk. Yeah, we'll get there. But uh, so Fred says that he is leaving for the weekend. Uh, he, you know, he wants to talk to Archie. And I just immediately wrote down that this does not bode well for Fred's house. This oh, is a really... This is a bad thing for Fred's house, but he's leaving on some kind of trip. It's Jughead's birthday weekend. Uh, Jughead does not like to acknowledge his own birthday, as he mentions. And, you know, Fred asks Archie to come outside. Now they're out on the porch and Archie and Fred are having a little bit of attention. Do you, uh, do you remember what Archie asks, Brian? Uh, doesn't he kindly ask to not divorce? <laughs> Yeah. So before that, he said, "Yeah, he says, can you not divorce mom? Are you only divorcing mom because so that you can uh, date Hermione Lodge, Veronica's mom?" <laughs> Fred's like, "Nah, this is this is just business. This is just the episode script. All right. What else is in the episode script is when Archie says the words, then why finally why finalize things in such a final way? Now, oh, I remember Archie. that. That was a funny line." Archie, I don't know. Does he ad lib? Do you think? <laughs> there's no. no way that was in the script. They wrote. Oh, there's a couple things like that. Like when Archie says something like, "I just spoke with him instead of I just talked to him." <laughs> Are you fucking like from England now? <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be. Uh, he might be. I don't know. I, some actors do that. What does this take place? Uh. <laughs> That's a great and question. Riverdale. So my sister uh, was going to come on on one episode and, and she lives in a place called Riverdale. And shout out Ding Dong. Shout out Ding Dong. Yeah, but so she said that I know that that's uh, in like the East Coast. So we can assume it's somewhere at least like East Coast to Midwest. I don't think it's in California. I can say that they have seasons. Exactly. So they are uh are Archie he wants them to fix things. Uh their mom moved out like two years ago, and Archie wants to come with dad, with Fred, to sign the divorce papers. And he, dad says, No, what? That's weird. And he you leaves. Freak, you have school. <laughs> he just wants a day off school, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Archie, you can't read. <laughs> Need to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> That was weird how he was like, oh, this is all your mom at the very end. <laughs> oh, yeah. She hasn't said he needs to say who it is. Yeah, because we as the audience don't know, but maybe he also doesn't know because he's so stupid. <laughs> he forgot if he doesn't see you for like two weeks, he doesn't know who you are. My mom's been recast. It's like fucked up to like feed that dialogue into your kid's head like before you leave. Like, oh, by the way. This is all your mom's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. Like, that's not his exact words, but you know, like he was just like, oh, it was your mom's idea or some shit like that. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like I tried to make it work, but your mom didn't. Literally, I have like PTSD of like my dad telling me <laughs> similar shit. <laughs> just being like, yeah, I just wish things would work out if your mom wouldn't be so difficult. <laughs> It hurts. My dad's just like chugging twenty four cores a day. It's just like, <laughs> working. Do you want me to keep this in or no? Yeah, <laughs> this is 
don't think my dad's listening then. But the Riverdale podcast. <laughs> you never know, George. You never know. <laughs> only one source that buys my dad's attention. And it's the <laughs> ONN at One American Network. Oh, the ONN. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's, it's ONN. It's a One National News or. Yeah, the Trump one. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Just straight. It's more Fox than Fox. Dude, have you ever been on their website? They want to know. There's like horses. There's horses. And- it looks like a 2003 GeoCities page. Oh, my God. The background is like <laughs> blue. The The background is, a, is like a royal blue. And the, the lettering is all either red or navy blue. <laughs> Looking at like a third world country's government website, though, and then realize it was better developed than our own governments. <laughs> yeah, and stuff, and like we're still on just like HTML. <laughs> yeah, they have widgets. <laughs> you know, speaking of widgets, Veronica sure does have a lot of widgets in her collection. Oh, I need to pull this back God. to the episode. Oh, we're ready for a lot of raffles, by the way. A lot of rattle. Well, that's, that's fine. So Veronica walks in on her mom, Hermione, and her dad, Hiram's lawyer. So it's just her mom and her dad's lawyer. And Veronica says she doesn't want to make a statement to her dad's character about her dad, like to so that the um she doesn't want to make a st- statement to her dad's character so that the court will see him as like you know a human being. Because he's in trouble. He's in jail. Although, George, so you're not too sympathetic. He is in jail for uh, being like a corporate embezzler man who like stole a bunch of shit. He's like a mafia boy. Just so does she have a bad childhood with him? Like, she seems so vehemently like uh, opposed sh- to ever even applying any. Like, why was she so... But then she couldn't side with her mom either. Like, I was just like, where does this chick stand? Like, how does she feel? I don't even know how she was feeling. Yeah, so in the previous episode, or one of the previous episodes, uh, Veronica has a friend in school that got fudged over by her dad. And he got so depressed, he tried to kill himself. (laughs) I love the added laughter, Brian. (laughs) I need to create the most Brian way to ever tell story that like they tried to kill him. What was a boy to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that. I'm gonna post that on as a clip. It's just Brian saying he tried to kill him. Now that'll get views. He tried to kill himself and then he laughed. Like the most classic Brian laugh too. Like that was oh, I had to I had to lighten the blow. Hey, way too close home. Yeah. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> so basically, she just says, look, dad made his bed and I'm late for school. Now, Betty, Veronica, and Archie are in. I don't know if you questioned what this room was, George. We've taken to calling it the student lounge because there's just a room that looks like a teacher's lounge that the kids just hang out in sometimes. Yep. What conversation happened? It was when Archie and Betty tell Veronica that Clifford Blossom is the one who framed her dad. Or not necessarily framed, but he's responsible for Veronica's dad being arrested. They're like sitting there. Betty starts to talk and she says, well, Archie, why don't you tell her? Oh, see, 
I kind of remember it happening in a hallway, so maybe I kind of mix things up. Yeah, yeah so that would be different. So next scene actually is Archie and Betty in a hallway. This is where Archie tells Betty, who is Jughead's girlfriend, that by the way, it's Jughead's birthday. <laughs> I remember that. So it was right before that. Yes. And keep in mind, they've actually been friends for years. <laughs> yeah. Later in this exact same scene, they mention, oh, it'll be just like old times. The Three Musketeers. Four. Four. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. So, yeah, yeah, I have questions about that statement. We do, too. We do. I still do. I've watched an episode ahead. I still do. <laughs> so Betty had literally no, that I, no idea that it was her boyfriend and old friend's Jughead's birthday. She didn't know. Except Archie says, well, it's not today. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Even though Ugh. he just said it was today. What if I can't. I hate Archie. And every year Jughead goes to a double feature movie at the Bijou, which is like, you know, some artisanal hipster theater where they show old movies. And Betty wants Archie to come because he, he, Archie's like, you know, I've always been his movie buddy. But this time you should be, you know, you're his girlfriend. She says, well, why don't you come? And he says, oh, just like the old times, the three musketeers. And Betty says, actually, there were four musketeers. Oh, what does oh, that what mean? Does it mean? No one knows. That's the language of them being superheroes, though. There's like some <laughs> weird backstory. One of them's fucking Superman right now. The closest thing, the closest thing to that, George, is that Archie almost failed the second grade, but Betty had to tutor him. Ugh. Archie. But there's nothing to fail in second grade. <laughs> Dioramas. <laughs> ah, you just do the thing. There was one grade where I almost got held back, mm -hmm. and that was first grade. <laughs> George. <laughs> George. George? George is Archie? George? <laughs> Guys, this is it's a lot to take in. You just start <laughs> in the math. Well, let's, you gotta do math. You gotta do language <laughs> at the same time. You gotta, start, you gotta start and learn how to read. I didn't even know how to tie my shoes yet. Like, I still don't know how to tie my shoes. So I, 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 did like, not, I didn't know how to tie my shoes until first I feel grade. like everyone learned how to fast tie their shoes, and I'm just in the dust still. No, exactly. Like, I still do double bunny ears, yep. which is apparently not the way to fucking tie your shoes. Everybody only does one loop, and it does this crazy thing. And they try to show me. They're like, yo, we'll just watch. And they go slow, but then right where all the magic happens, they go <laughs> Real quick, like some. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I, I think I have a shoe near me. I gotta figure this out. So, okay, I do one bunny ear too. You pull it around. Okay, so you basically make the second bunny ear at the time that you pull it through the whole the loop. At the same time. Yeah. Same time, you make a loop, but you're also pulling some shit. Like you're literally a witch. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's true. Yeah. I as I am, I am the resident witch of this podcast. Dude, just double bunny ear under over bada bing bada boom, baby. It's that easy. Literally, one. That's like how you, I can't learn. Even when I look it up on Google, believe me, I've looked <laughs> it up on Google. I've gotten that desperate where I'm. Why can't I fucking try it <laughs> right? And so I go tie my shoes with one loop, right? And even on like the little one, two, three, four, five, six, they make it into like nine steps for me, and I still can't fucking it. Okay. No, you're not alone, George. George, George, and Archie are. We found their resident characters. That they <laughs> George, George is Archie, and we love you, George. This is the we difference. We love you. George is good at music. Archie sucks. 
So, uh, so, so yeah, after Betty mentions that there were actually four musketeers, the closest thing I have to a guess is that the next thing she does is call FP Jughead's dad, who is also, again, George, I need to reiterate this named FP. Like, is there like some sexual reference that exists within the words? We don't know. No, we, we don't know. My, my theory is that. My theory is that Archie's dad is also named Fred, and so his name is like Fred something else, and so they just call him F. Fuck mm-hmm. penis. It's <laughs> uh, gonna be our explicit episode. <laughs> we are all explicit. My, that's why my mom doesn't like it, folks. Folks, we we divulged some personal details, but we're back. So <laughs> I don't know where I'm gonna have to cut that. So Fred, uh, Betty has called FP Jughead's dad. Uh, as George mentioned, uh, what was it? Oh, fuck penis? <laughs> you think- I can't say it. I can't say it. Was I not supposed to say that? Is that no, no, that's fine. Anyway. No, no, no I, what, I forgot what you had called it. So, so she invites fuck penis to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and she's no, again, I need to reiterate, reiterate. She's known Jughead this long and does not have any idea that it's his birthday. And FP says that Jughead hates surprises and his birthday and that he's never had a birthday party and that he should probably stay away so um Brian, doesn't jughead mention the reason why he hates birthdays a little uh, bit later yes yes should i explain that now <laughs> yeah if you uh no well but, but you can explain that later but i just want to mention that jughead says jughead's dad says that he has never had a birthday in his entire life Oh, <laughs> you got what I'm getting at? Ah, I see. <laughs> now, now it's lunch the next day, and conspicuously, Jughead is not here. No, I don't know. I do not know why Jughead's not at lunch. His girlfriend's there, and uh, Betty wants to throw Jughead a party. And Archie says, "Guys, this is a really bad idea. Like, why would you? No, absolutely not. He doesn't like parties, and he hates his birthday." And Kevin says. Well, you know, everyone says they hate their birthday, but no one means it. And Archie says, no, no, no. Jughead is a lone wolf, guys. <laughs> uh, Archie's the voice of reason for one millisecond. Veronica says, oh, it's going to be, I think we should have a quaint gathering, inner circle only. And then Kevin goes, guys, oh my God, do not turn around. <laughs> and they literally all turn around. <laughs> well, of course. Why would you not? <laughs> Fucking black guy. That's a, see. That's why I was doing earlier. Oh, it looks so bad to you, huh? <laughs> I'm starting off and I'm like, don't turn around. And it's literally the first non-white person I've seen in the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're confused about. <laughs> but that's Chuck. He was in a previous episode where he had like a little kissing book, and he tried to get points by how many girls he could kiss or something. It's a playbook. But what's weird about that is that he goes back and see, he sits by this girl named Ethel. And me and Brian are pretty sure that that girl, Ethel, planted the playbook to frame him. Yeah. But also, um, he mentions it later in the episode. So maybe that's not true. And there was no reason to be suspicious of her. I still don't know. I think I feel like there's some cahoots that they were planning. And then they wrote it out of the script or something because they didn't have enough time or something. This is where I'd like to mention before we get to one of the first reasons why you would think that they were superheroes is uh, the the segment I thought of. And I, I mentioned this off air um, to Brian and I want to mention it now. I think that we should start keeping track 
of all of the anime tropes that happen in Riverdale. Yes. Oh, of course. Uh, this is the first one. They're in a high school setting. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have in my notes here. And we will try and keep track of all of them. They're wearing, the girls are wearing like, don't they wear like skirts? Yep. Like school uniforms. Uniform. Well, no, they just they don't. There's oh, that's the uh, they wear shorts because they're in cheerleading practice. But that's oh, that's just... what was. that was the clip I sent you. I was like, what is even going on? <laughs> we don't even know. We'll get there. We'll get there. And I have a new theory about that after watching it for like the third time. Oh wow! Um, not just that scene, the whole episode. I need oh to yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the whole the whole episode. Yep. Chuck is back. Chuck is back, and he's sitting by Ethel, and Betty approaches, and he says, "Hey." I only came over here to apologize. You don't have to go all dark Betty on me. Superhero. Superhero. Superhero and anime trope. Yep. <laughs> it's dark Lake. And Betty screams, I'm not going! As she <laughs> slams on the table. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> and then she goes, I'm not going anything. And Ethel says, we're fine. Betty really wants to ch beat Chuck's ass. Like you see her fingers clench into her hand. Oh, that's so funny. Apparently enough to like make them bleed. Uh, but, but she returns and no one believes that he is actually apologizing. And Archie is suddenly on board with having a party. For some reason. Yep. Because Archie has the memory of a goldfish. Yep. At same color. And I'd like to point out that as far into this episode as we are, we have just hit the title card. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. Yeah, this, is a, this is a special for you folks. So FP returns. Uh, Jughead's dad, FP, returns to the construction office. And Betty's waiting for him. And she goes, hey, I, sorry, I didn't mean to ambush you. And I have expected him to say, then why did you? <laughs> and she tells him about the party. And I think he says yes, but he doesn't say anything. The scene just ends with him like doing an eyebrow thing. They do this a lot in the show where they're like, let's just cut out the yes. So it's a surprise like in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's a trope. You're right. That's totally something they do a lot. Mm -hmm. And Alice, <laughs> Alice Cooper, Betty's mom is now meeting Betty and Jughead in the newspaper room. And I don't know if you caught this part because you didn't have the, the preface to this, George. But Alice, Betty's mom, she got a job at the school paper because she had a conversation with Principal Weatherby. Now, Brian, what happened in the last episode regarding that? Um, I'm trying to remember and not spoil anything. <laughs> when <laughs> she, uh, when her, with her dad in the paper? Yes. Okay. So they went over uh, and she threw a rock through the window, right? <laughs> because he fired her from the paper that they own. Yep. Together. And, and Jughead said, well, hey, you know, we could just get you a job. You can start come work at the school paper. You probably get paid more and it'll be great. <laughs> so um, apparently Betty's mom has a job at the school paper. It's just that easy. <laughs> it's pretty much the only part of the scene besides the fact that Betty starts asking her mom, hey, when you and dad started dating, did you tell him everything about yourself? And she says, yeah, and I regret it. Mm -hmm. Wait, isn't the whole point of a school paper is that it's written and published by students? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a place to practice. And they also don't pay anybody to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an elective. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's uh, I think it's an extracurricular in this case. It's a club. They, um, which means it has less of a budget. Yeah. We have a student-formed body lunch meeting, and like just this grown woman in her sixties paid a salary. Sixties, like, God. <laughs> What's her? Keep talking. Keep talking. Oh well, no, that's it. Because I only rem- I don't remember these beginning scenes with her. I just remember her with the freaking binoculars. <laughs> later, she- yeah, so, but How old did Georgia say she was? Sixty. Right? Come on. No, she's forty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, my mom's in my mom's in her fifties. Okay, yeah, and your mom's looking way better than whoever. Mom, else. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not revealing my mother's personal information on this podcast. <laughs> no, no, let Miss <laughs> know how great and youthful. I'm gonna bleep out my last name there. <laughs> It's making a really long bleep, too. Sorry, I'm coming into this blind. Like, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's okay. So, thank you, George. Um, <laughs> I, I, She'll listen to this at some point and then come knock on my door and have some words. Um, That'll but... be fun. Your mom, though, only ever had good intentions. And I hope she <laughs> to this day that... I love my mother. You're a great mom. Yeah, and I, I do, too. And I think that's where she she'll smile and laugh at anything I say in this episode. I feel like, Mom, Mom, we love you. We're just chillaxing, Mom. We love you. We do. So, so yes, uh, she regrets telling Betty's dad everything when they first started dating because he used it against her. And now Jughead is with Archie, and they're just being bros, cooking the... pizza or something. He can't even cook a pizza. What is wrong with Archie, actually? <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I'm paid more attention to this scene this time. Okay. Okay. Jughead is taking a pizza out of the oven and he is wearing oven mitts. Jughead puts the pizza down in front of Archie. Archie immediately tries to touch the pan with his bare hands. He's a child. And then he's shocked when it's hot. <laughs> so Jughead, he, he says like he's excited for the double feature tomorrow. There's going to be these two John Landis movies. American Werewolf in London and Animal House, which I'm just like, what is Jughead's movie taste, man? He just likes whatever, I suppose. And Archie is cutting the pizza, but the pizza is clearly already cut because when, as he's doing it, the slices are like wiggling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. This show's awful. How do you guys notice? We watched it over and over. This is this would be my third reviewing. This is my <laughs> third. Yeah, this would be if somebody didn't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, this is my third watching as well. Um, we take the show very seriously. <laughs> I just watch it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I edit it. So yeah, <laughs> all so, props to Bella. <laughs> it's okay. So. <laughs> Archie says that you're not going to the movies with me. You're going with Betty. And Bughead says that is a primal betrayal to tell my girlfriend it's my birthday. I like that word primal. <laughs> you could really good. feel it. Yeah. And he, uh, he hates his birthday. Now, do you remember why he hates his birthday, Brian? This is what I was talking um, about earlier. Ah, yes. He had a pretty bad experience at a birthday party? No no no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was that he... Not necessarily... It was that he had a bad childhood, 
um and and like everything was bad his parents were always fighting and then on his birthday it was the one day of year where we're all supposed to come together and pretend that everything was okay but he's never had a birthday party (laughs) see bella i can't make at home references right (laughs) what what, what are you gonna say this episode and just edit this out man or yeah no i definitely agree george it was a really good like writing reason this was one of the best writing decisions i think in all of riverdale because like yeah that's a really good reason to hate your birthday is if you know you're in that circumstance where that is all that you're using everybody just pretends everything's okay for the simple reason that you know you're born and it's just like I, i don't know that's not a good reason but whatever. Um, that's like, props to Riverdale. Good job, Riverdale. Almost crazy. You had one good plot line. It like makes you feel like okay, is like almost like a mockery. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So you're supposed to ignore everything else. But uh, yeah, Veronica is now reading her dad's files, like a bunch of paperwork and case files, and she's got glasses on. Which uh, George, she's never worn glasses in the whole show. Mm-hmm. She needs help reading in class. <laughs> Oh, wait. But, she, but she found paperwork saying that the blossoms, which I don't know if you put this part together just because I don't know how many you've only seen the two episodes, but the blossoms are like that red haired girl that comes in later. Yes. The brother who was murdered. Yes. The brother who was murdered and the rich family and the blossoms are the ones who apparently the dad is the reason that Veronica's dad is in jail. And they found paperwork saying that uh, the lodges would pay or the blossoms would pay the lodges a ton of money each month up until five months ago when veronica's dad was arrested and veronica's you know she wonders like hey is this could be uh could this be you know part of dad having a connection with the blossoms is that he killed jason and veronica's mom says no god honey don't make this worse by asking questions no one else is asking Mm, very suspect (laughs) so uh, incredibly <laughs> incredibly suspect and now we're back at cheerleading practice and this is the the scene that george sent me over text and he asked me what the fuck is happening <laughs> veronica comes in late to cheerleading practice and cheryl says oh, okay f- what you're late you showed up whenever you wanted to fine you're gonna be in the back and at, ho- at homecoming where you'll do the least damage and i am gonna be up front and center and veronica challenges her on that bullshiz <laughs> I think what rubs me the most wrong about this scene is just my background in sync music industry, where like we make music to be synced to like a TV scene or a film scene, right? And it was just felt so forced. Like it was just the most. Oh, yeah. Out of nowhere, like all of a sudden, we have a minute and a half of this episode dedicated to like extremely well mixed bass coming through my speakers and like nothing but like a girl showing her buttocks off and it was just like like it made any sort of like theme or message that i was to pick up off of watching one single episode with no context you just kind of lost in the midst of like just production like yeah we had to like make money off of like a minute yep. and a half two minutes of this like we had to like put this random beat in yeah show girls dancing so that we could like pay for half of this production 
I my theory at the at, when I saw this scene was the exact same where thing where it was just like you know this is them trying to get their ratings yeah. back up <laughs> because they were slowly going down no, because like that I would almost go as far as to argue Brian that would hurt ratings because a lot it, of- it would right but they need their trailer footage George we live in a day and an age where like you can really get anything you want online. So, like, people aren't watching these shows for that. They're watching for authenticity. Uh, you, you, haven't seen, you haven't seen KJ Apa. Uh, a lot of people I know just watch, like, the five-second ads on YouTube. And if this is what they see for the five seconds, they'll be they into might, it. They might watch it, yeah. They'll probably watch it. I get what you mean, George. But like, yeah, we know that it's bad. There's a reason Game of Thrones did exposition with boobies. <laughs> Marketing is very important, I gotta say. And... Uh, to like go to media to go be like you know like just like hit up that note you know like there's a whole realm of like like what do you you know there's like uh this the sex industry like i mean there's a whole industry catered towards that so why why start coming into like what could be developed out as like who originally thought this idea through as real art because like really i don't know i mean i guess there's room for it, I guess, for like some weird pervy dudes, but it's just like, why? I don't think that you should consider this. I think that you're gonna you're making the same mistake one of our previous guests ha- uh, made, which is assuming that this show is created as art instead of a product. And I'm not saying that it can't be art. I'm in no way saying that, but it is a product first. Oh, one hundred. Yeah, I think it's I, just. I, I feel like getting a TV show on a on like anything these days would be really hard without having a little bit of a. You know this kind of content, <laughs> pandering. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I actually have a theory about their outfits in the scene. If you notice, everybody's wearing shorts except for Cheryl, and I truly, truly believe that the only reason that is is because of the particular dance moves that she ends up doing, which George is referencing. Uh, Veronica challenges Cheryl to a dance off, and then there's just an entire like minute and a half scene of them doing like a incredibly embarrassing and horny dance. Mm-hmm. And and I really believe that the only reason Cheryl was wearing sweats is because her ass popped out during a rehearsal because it was just, she was going insane. This camera like zooms in on both of their butts. They're like 16, not the actresses, but like the characters. Yeah. Yep. And like the fantasy is uncomfortable. Like when I'm watching this as an adult, like, and I'm like, yeah, right. And then I'm just like, oh, like, obviously they're not. These, these are probably old. They're probably. But it's the fantasy. It's the idea that they were going for. <laughs> not the same age as me, maybe a little older. But like, still, it was just like this whole chasing this concept of like high schoolers shaking their asses in front of me. It was just... They were 21 at the time, I believe. 21 or 22. But it doesn't make the characters not that. So, yeah. so... it's just a weird it's still wrong when it's like just like television right because maybe i'm old school in that regard because it's not like they shouldn't be able to right but it's not like the actresses wrote those fucking parts in right it's not their fault no 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 some sweaty fucking dude in the background just like yeah and then these little girls shake their (laughs) butt like it's like bro come on what is that old school industry dude so after their incredibly embarrassing dance off which I, I would like to question: Why does the the person who's at the front always have to be one of them too? Why can't the answer be like, "Hey, we should all get a chance in the front"? But <laughs> whatever, uh, they all vote, and literally no one votes for Cheryl. 
That's ridiculous. <laughs> it was super funny. Uh, you'd think a couple people would try to vote twice, but no, everybody votes for Betty, and they all leave. All the cheerleaders just start leaving practice. Even she was late for practice, so where are they going? <laughs> no one knows. And uh, Cheryl talks to Ginger and... Uh, what was it? Nina and Tina? Tina? Tina and Ginger, and these are these two girls who have kind of wordlessly followed her around in a couple episodes so that she has someone to exposition to, and she fires them. She says, you're not my friends, you're not my henchmen, and you're not on the cheer squad. And even though she's not in charge anymore, they listen, and they say, okay, fine. (laughs) They're robots. They're actresses. And so now Fred, Archie's dad, calls Archie while he's uh, Archie's setting up for the party. And Archie is a little bit grumpy because Fred's apologizing for not talking to him more. Archie says, yeah, dad, you really shut me down. (laughs) (laughs) Archie's being so mean to his dad. Yeah. Trying to fix things. I I don't know how much of this you saw in the other episode, probably quite a bit, but that man carries the show as far as acting. He's so absolutely, absolutely. He is astoundingly good (laughs) at what he does. Uh, his name is Luke Perry. He's ah, wonderful. Great actor. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, Archie, like, it's, it's your dad's relationship, you know? Basically, the whole call is Archie telling his dad that he sucks because he doesn't want to stay married to this person who clearly wants nothing to do with him. Yep. But uh, <clears throat> and, he'll bite the bullet at some point. <laughs> and he's so mad that he decides to go into his dad's liquor cabinet, which is a really <sighs> number one rule for not getting caught. You know, don't go into your dad's liquor cabinet. Absolutely. <laughs> That's such a bad idea. It all fronts. Because you'll get caught because it's gone. You're a high schooler. Yada, yada, yada. It's just a bad idea in general. And here's another scene where I really understand why George thought that this was a superhero show. Because Cheryl walks into Pops and it's like a spooky meeting. There's like a bunch of fog up in there for some fucking reason. Oh, yeah. And we're at Pops now. And Chuck is there waiting for Cheryl. And we also see Dilton Doily, which is that guy's name who uh george i don't know if you remember him you remember the guy who what did he do in this episode he mentions that archie and someone else were down at the lake oh yeah oh yes yeah yeah his name is so so we'll, we'll get to that part we'll get to that later yeah but that's name his name is dilton doily and he's in the background of this scene too and cheryl walks up to talk to a mysterious person and it's chuck and Chuck's milkshake is a very, uh, this is the kind of set design Riverdale loves to do because it's a little bit racist. <laughs> it's just a little bit racist. I love that delivery. They love, they love to do, it's not me being racist. It's the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, the delivery is so good. <laughs> they love to like do things with milkshakes uh, for like thematic purposes. And it's a chocolate milkshake with a cherry on top. And Cheryl is always a cherry. She is represent. she's cherry blossom. It's Cheryl blossom. And Chuck just likes a good chocolate milkshake, right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah, I remember this scene. <laughs> Veronica, after that scene, is Veronica revealing the information that she learned earlier to her, her to the lawyer? And he basically says, yeah, we can't really say anything about that because then it makes your dad look like he killed somebody. <laughs> and the, the lawyer already told Ver- uh, the Hiram about Veronica not wanting to testify. And Hiram wrote her a letter, basically just threatening her mom and saying, hey, if you don't testify, your mom's going to jail too. All my love, Hiram Lodge. <laughs> her dad sucks. Her dad is a supervillain. <laughs> her dad might be a supervillain. 
what's crazy about Superman is like the way the letter was phrased from somebody coming into it in no context. I almost thought he might be sincere because I just had never seen him. Well, we haven't seen him either, technically. Yeah, we also haven't seen him at all. I guess it was my first time ever hearing of him and coming into it completely unbiased. All I have is this mom really pushing her daughter to make it. Was it a testimony or what do you call it? A character like, testimony. Yeah, like she has to she has to go up in court. And I would imagine because she's against her dad in this case, it's going to help her mom out. And so all I'm seeing is her mom just like trying to convince her daughter to do this for her. And then her dad just being like, oh, like, be careful. Like, if you don't do this, then, like, it might rope your mom into it. And, like, that's not what we want. Like, like almost like it's out of his hands. Like, because he's obviously in custody at this point. Like, so it's not like he's making statements. It's like his lawyer and, like, his court system. Making he's like a, he's like a big rich guy. So he's, he's, like, he's a mafia guy. You know, he's still making plays even when he's in jail. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. So I'm just like, okay, like, is he really have a concern that, like, it's going to start calling the mother into question? if there's not enough evidence to supplement him being like this big bad guy or whatever the fuck the case may be. Like I wasn't sure. Yeah. So, so he's a threat. We don't get a whole lot more regarding that in this episode besides something that happens later, but now we're into the meat because it's Jughead and Betty at the movies. And this is the brightest movie theater I have ever seen. It is, it is lit so well. It looks like there's an overhead like lamp. Yeah. It's horrible. Who would come here? <laughs> I also like Betty's uh, shirt here, or jacket, sweater. You sweater, with sweater. A, yeah, with a little uh, jughead crown. It's very cool. It's a crown for her boyfriend. Very cool. Also, she drinks with two straws. It's really scary. Does she drink with both the straws, or is one for jughead? It's a huge drink. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be one for each. But jughead is having a full-on conversation in the movie theater. Like I thought he liked movies, but he is just absolutely having he's he's having a full-on conversation he has no etiquette he's he has no, no no movie theater etiquette <laughs> he's been at the drive through theater too many times <laughs> and he's asking about chuck and you know she says uh i'm sorry but I, I you know i don't really want to talk about it veronica made me not say anything but i guess the movie hasn't started yet so it gets a little darker how long have they been dating at this point well episodes maybe like five four uh for they don't they don't reference any like time scale how long they've been together a couple weeks it's very vague according to this the lodges came to town five months ago right okay five months ago i know it does not feel like it's been five months i think i don't know i'll have to rewatch some episodes to figure out the timeline (laughs) i guess my question is like how long have they been together at this point in the movie theater where like she's withholding like he's like yo so like what's the deal with you and this dude and she's like oh i promised i wouldn't tell him (laughs) in this relationship together and like Uh, oh it's healthy george don't worry about it it's healthy (laughs) secrets that's healthy that feels weird like almost like Yo, you had this big fight in the lunchroom in front of the entire school with this other dude. Hey, what's the deal with that? And she's like, oh, I promised this other party I wouldn't talk about it. (laughs) That is very weird, actually. Incredibly suspicious. If you put it that way, it is very odd and very telling. 
it's like, okay, well, I'm the only person who doesn't get to know then because everybody else saw something that I wasn't present for, right? Because in that scene, he's not in the cafeteria. So why does he, as the significant other in this situation, have to be withhold that type of information? It seems unfair to him. You're right. So true. You're right. And and this relationship does come a bit to a head later. Not not a total, but but in this episode, we're gonna have a confrontation with that. But I do feel like that type of thing will be what ends this relationship at some point. Bughead is a tip is a ticking time bomb. Yeah, that is very good, George. That you see that. Yeah, you're pretty receptive. So he Jughead mentions that yeah, as the movie's starting, he says, "I didn't really think you'd be an American werewolf in London type of girl." And Betty says, another superhero thing. Oh, that's where you're wrong, Jughead Jones. I'm all about the beast within. She's going to kill him. Let's be real. It's Twilight. She's a werewolf. (laughs) It's it's like opposite Twilight. She's like reverse Benjamin Button, Jacob, Twilight. That's reverse reverse Benjamin Button? That's just a regular person, George. (laughs) No, 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 no. Exactly. She's a regular werewolf. Why did you bring Benjamin Button into this? <laughs> we have one rule, no Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> George, you pushed the Benjamin Button. You don't bring Benjamin into this. You've broken Benjamin. Is that another movie? Have you watched Twilight, Bella? We could do an episode on Twilight. <laughs> Twilight? We could yep. do... Pay, folks... Folks, if you'd like, if you'd like a page, uh, a Twilight episode, or us to review other things, leave a leave a comment on iTunes. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'll start a Patreon someday with ex- exclusive episodes. Who knows? Also, yeah. Also, let us know which guests you like the best because we'll bring them on. Absolutely. Bring that Red Binge on. <laughs> Red Benjamin. Okay. <laughs> Benjamin, you know, just in case you got to bring it up a lot, you just be Red Binge. Turn it Red off. Ben. Turn the stream. Turn the podcast off. Oh, we're canceled. <laughs> the party waiting for Jughead to get home, and Joaquin, which is Kevin's boyfriend, who is a Southside Serpent. Uh, and Joaquin and Ethel are here too for some reason, and Ethel has to pee. And Kevin says, uh, "You should probably hold it, even though she has plenty of time to pee." He's just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're? I think they're not friends, Bella. <laughs> specifically why did he why did she ask for one and why was he just so like so stern about her not going pee? <laughs> i don't think i don't think kevin likes hanging out with anybody but veronica and and his boyfriend yep which truly defeats the purpose of the inner circle <laughs> this was not them. this was not an inner circle why was ethel there why what? Why was Kevin even there? Really? <laughs> I like Kevin. I do. If like it's obviously is such a like a topic where you have to like tiptoe around throwing a party for him, but then you go as far as to say it's going to be inner circle, which to me, as coming in on tenth episode, I would imagine it's only going to be those four to five people. But then there's like, like, uh, like let's say I if he was through a birthday party and I was like inner circle only, right? And then one of us brought this like random significant other that they just started hooking up with recently like well this is this is my and obviously like yeah it's just wait no nobody knows nobody knows this person he's gonna make the guy even more uncomfortable it's like yeah especially because he's all they already know he's they already know he's gonna be uncomfortable oh yeah 
start bringing in random heads. It doesn't matter if this, they're dating anybody in the circle. It doesn't, you're not married. He said it like they were married. Like, oh, well, he's blah, blah. So he is in her circle. It's like, what are you talking about? Nobody's fucking met this person before, right? Right, exactly. But uh, Veronica walks in and, and everybody thinks it's Jughead. And then she says, what, do I look like Jughead? And she's a little guampy because of everything going on with her dad. And then oop, Jughead does show up. And apparently Betty made him leave the double feature early to come to this. Poor already in a bad That's a that's the only thing he wanted to do. Yeah, she it's, fucked it's up. It's so crappy. She fucked up right then and there. Like if, if they had waited, at least it'd be a little better. But that, that in particular struck me as awful. And Jughead does not look happy at all. He looks so upset. And Archie's already drunk. Um, yeah, Archie is Archie's already drunk. Veronica says happy birthday in Spanish or something in Spanish. Yeah, that's just our guess, our best guess. <laughs> Betty comes out with a cake, and George, you had some, you had some, you had some opinions about this cake. I don't like how the moment she walked out of the kitchen, you could hear just the full quality of the recording shift over to like studio. We rented a music studio with a with an engineer, and like we're running her through this whole new, you know, hardware setup to record her vocals because she's recording in a booth, her singing "Happy Birthday" right now. It was just like you just just kept her singing in the room. Yeah, just normal. Didn't have to make it weird. Why was it only one person who sang? Why wasn't it everybody? Who sang? Yeah, because <laughs> it was her also by herself. In the studio. <laughs> they couldn't afford anyone else to come. Exactly. Yeah, they could only afford it for an hour. It's making more sense every time we do this episode, though. So, <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, we should just do this episode for the rest of the show. Every episode. <laughs> so funny. That would be hilarious. We just keep doing If it's not this podcast, the next podcast you guys start needs to be just like... 12 episodes of watching the same episode over and over and over again. And oh like, my god, that's genius. It's <laughs> grasping at straws, trying to come up with more points to talk about. It takes a breath here in, in second 28 of this minute. <laughs> you guys would come up with that, We can figure it out. But um, Jughead blows out the candles, and he basically is like, Jughead says it was haunting. He says that her big singing moment was haunting. Mm -hmm. And he absolutely means it. Blows at the candles. And he's like, I really just wish it was just the two of us. And now we are at Veronica and Archie. And Archie is crying. Or Veronica, sorry, is crying by the sink. And Archie's like, you want a drink? Also, I'd like to mention that cake was a burger. Oh, you're right. The cake was a burger. (laughs) Not so observant viewers. We we noticed that in podcast one. We did. Well, I didn't actually notice it. I was really excited. And I didn't even notice it this time either. Because it looks so gross. <laughs> so I was wondering why it looks so gross. Her name is Veronica, right? Yeah. So I thought it was weird how Veronica just couldn't keep herself together during Happy Birthday. She just storms out in the room in the middle of Happy Birthday. Like she just can just wait till after Happy Birthday. Now his best friend, right? Because Archie is his best friend, right? Yes. Now his best friend is left too. So now it's just his best friend is gone too in the middle of Happy Birthday because he's tending to Veronica, who just 
had to like do a storm out in the middle of happy birthday. Like she couldn't have just stormed out like the whole like preceding moment where they were waiting for them to get there. Like she waited until it was his moment to like, you know, like, oh, let's make it count. Like he doesn't even like birthdays anyway. Well, let's do happy birthday. And she's just like, <laughs> that's such a good point. <laughs> You're absolutely right. She is. We've noticed Kevin has mentioned several times that he doesn't know what they did before Veronica got here. And it's true. Veronica is the catalyst for all the drama in the show. Oh, Not yeah. like the cause, but she's the catalyst of why it becomes this way. She's also the voice of reason, too. She is somehow both. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Weird show. She's pretty, too. She's very pretty. She's very pretty as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Archie offers her a drink, and he starts venting about his own parents. And then Veronica says her mom... Oh, no, sorry. No, Archie is mentioning that his mom wanted to leave. His dad wanted to stay. He picked his dad. Veronica says, oh, yeah, well, my dad threatened me through a letter. <laughs> so he's like, oh, wow, that sucks. And now they're hugging, and, uh, and Jughead and Betty walk in. And Jughead is very uh perturbed by this <laughs> he's perturbed about everything around him betty's reaction was almost more than jughead's though she was just like she made this whole facial facial thing where she like just reacted she was like, oh my god what have i ran into and they're just like just consoling each other <laughs> that actress tries really really hard like yeah. really hard well to be fair actresses have a rough time in the industry oh yeah i just it's like they it felt like she thought she might get like killed off or something at this point, And she was like really trying her like, you got to like me. Yep. Isn't she like a main character though? Like how would they? Do sure. I just mean she is. They I just recast people all the time in, the, yeah. in shows and like, it's just pretty bad. Yeah, they would just like take her out and just be like, Oh, here's her. They can kill her off. They did that in like, uh, they do that all the time. Wait, <laughs> I don't watch. You guys have, like, here's another preface. Like, not only do I not watch Riverdale, I don't watch any other than Spongebob. Did you ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? not. I only watch Tim and Eric. Oh. Well, they literally replaced the mom <laughs> after, like, two seasons. Okay, actually, actually, where did they do that in? They did that in Harry Potter. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. This is an anti-Harry Potter podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wait, I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah, this is an anti-Harry Potter podcast. This is a, a no-Harry podcast. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, but I've George. got my spell book. <laughs> oh, oh, do you want do you want the copies of the Quidditch handbook I have? Oh, ah, no, that's horrible. Don't tell me that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> Veronica says she's just not in a party mood and Jughead says yeah that makes two of us and Betty is like seriously surprised he's not happy about the party and I don't understand and she says well I just wanted to do something that made you feel special and Jughead says well the road to hell is paved with good intentions that was serious <laughs> I hear both from them out on this moment yeah no, they, I do I totally do but like Jughead is being a shit as much as like Betty shouldn't have done this he's being a brat let's be real He's being a brat. That's such he's a good word for this. He's being a brat on his birthday. And she says, why does it always have to be so doom and gloom? Why can't you just be normal? And I really thought that this was the scene that that, that I've been waiting for for a super long time. But it wasn't. <laughs> but we get that later. But uh, it wasn't that one. Is that a spoiler? Did they break up? Is that what you're alluding? No. There's a line that Jughead says that started the podcast. <laughs> it is the reason I started listening. You'll, we'll get there. and. And he says that he's not wired to be normal. He 
He's not normal. But ding dong, it's the doorbell, everybody. And who's Ooh. here, Brian? It's uh it's a giant party of crazy people and Cheryl and Moose and Chuck. Really, really a party. Really George at the door. <laughs> <laughs> or just George, you know. <laughs> There's George at the door. Fuck that. And, and Moose says, hey, Archie, where do you want the kegs? <laughs> Archie says, hey, one in the kitchen, one in the, back, in the backyard. Oh, God. <laughs> and and I like it, everyone's face in this scene because all the other main characters are like confused or angry. And yeah. Archie just has this big smile on his face. Like Jughead storms off. Jughead literally storms off. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, wonderful. And now we are at the party that's from the beginning. And we're actually seeing that montage of scenes where Archie's like, I don't think we see Archie with his shirt off again, but we do see Moose hooking up with Cheryl. Uh, the, all the people dancing and Kevin and Veronica are like, why is she even doing this? And Veronica says they're agents of chaos, but also it's probably payback. So this is Veronica's fault. We've come to realize. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Veronica. And Jughead is literally just sitting in the garage with Archie's dog. I've done this. I've done this at parties. <laughs> this, this reminded me of being in George's garage with dogs. Oh, yes. Times four, though. Uh, times four, you're right. There were four of us. <laughs> so, it's really what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but Archie barges in and he goes, hey, my ex-girlfriend Valerie's here. You think she wants me back? Because he's drunk. And Jughead says, as my blood brother, it was your sole responsibility to make sure nothing like this ever happened on my birthday. And right now we're here in the middle of a Seth Rogen movie. That was, that was a fucking line. <laughs> they're really killing it and he says it was hey, look, it's not me it's your girlfriend Betty's idea and FP his dad shows up with a gift and he says I didn't realize you had so many friends Jughead says I don't I don't have this <laughs> many did. friends I don't, I don't. <laughs> he, he takes upon a, a Scottish accent <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I should have so much better with our ideas. I think. I don't know. I don't know why I said it like that. My my mouth messed up. I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I thought you observed something on your third uh, watch. Maybe he said it like that. <laughs> I really just made a goof. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if it sounded like we were messing with you there. I thought. I thought I'd be a supportive co-host and just no, go with it. No, that's, I was going to try to cut it, but I can't now because that's funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's horrible. You can't cut it. You're gone. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm the worst. Yeah, you're going to have to cut out like half of this podcast right now. Oh, no, it's a wonderful. I I really do edit this to try to make myself sound better because I I have long meandering sentences, mm. but I can't I can't do this one. I've lost, folks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But Jughead is really mad that Betty called FP, and now we're in the kitchen. And Kevin Kevin would like to go to Sweetwater River with Joaquin. Yes, the place where he found a dead body in episode four, five, six. Episode one. One! <laughs> it's been that long, Bella! How long have we been doing this podcast? <laughs> episode one is when he did this. With, 
Now, George, would you ever go back to a place you found a dead body? Where where you specifically went last time to hook up with a dude. Would you ever take another dude there to hook up with some with them? No, right? That's in the wrong <laughs> This is a different rodeo. <laughs> George would No, I would too, actually, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I mean, hey, also also before we do anything, I'd like to say shout out to Cool Cat Girl 22 who just liked our post on Instagram. Let's go. <laughs> cool Cat 22. Thank cool, you. Cool Cat Girl 22. Big shout out. Big shout out. If you like if you happen to like our things during the podcast, I will mention it. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks guys. So, yeah, he wants to go back to Sweetwater River to make out even though they're just having a good time here. I thought the whole point of going to the river was that you like didn't feel comfortable doing it at at school. But Veronica sees FP and she doesn't realize that it's Jughead's dad. She says, "Hey, what is that like serpent doing here?" And Kevin's like, "Oh, that's your dad." Or that's Jughead's dad. And he says or she says, "The plot thickens." Ooh. <laughs> Letting us know that the plot was thickening. Thank you, Veronica. You're the best. <laughs> and Betty is uh, very tacitly cleaning things up, but like, there's just there's no hope. There's no hope of this party being cleaned up anytime soon. You just wait until the party's over, Betty. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do this right now. Oh, but we get the sneak cameo of Chuck's abs in the background. <laughs> Chuck's abs. And Chuck is pissed because she ruined any chance of him playing for Notre Dame. And she says, sorry that your actions had consequences. <laughs> Which I like. Good scene. That was some girl boss scene right there. That was some, <laughs> some girl boss shit. And he eggs her on and she basically, he, she slaps the fuck out of him. And now he's like, oh yeah. Dude. I like that. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, that was, was something else that she gave him exactly what he wanted in that scene. He was like, he's the type to like getting slapped, so she fucked up. <laughs> Do you know what happened? They mentioned earlier with the hot tub. She like, she's just trying to like drown him, and he's like, that's why um, she's a superhero because she's all dressed up, right? And so she, um, okay. So this is a quick recap of the episode Sticky Maple. One of the best episodes. One of the best episodes. Maybe the best episode if this one isn't. This one where is for- this one's a really good episode. But uh, Veronica goes on a date with that guy Chuck, and then he posts a picture on inst- on you know Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and it is a picture of Veronica, and they have edited a picture like like a, an effect like a filter that makes it look like she's got maple syrup on her face, and and so in return, uh, Betty lures chuck to ethel's house gives him a roofie puts him in a hot tub starts boiling the water and chains him to the hot tub oh she's a real one though she's hard (laughs) she's the best and the worst character for me i'm scared of her but i like her the best obviously not healthy and not the oh oh, absolutely not but for good television exactly it's like what i want though for sure it was so sick i'm so upset we didn't have a guest (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was the craziest episode of all time. <laughs> we should do that episode over. And over again. Yes, yeah, bring me back on for that one. That we'll do some good. reduxes. That's the initial episode I came in on, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe Absolutely. Maybe when we finish, we can do like um, the recaps. recaps of our favorite episodes. So Betty is, yeah, like I said, she's cleaning up. She finds Chuck. She has that whole scene with him. And now Joaquin and FP are talking in Archie's room. And across the way, 
uh, is Alice staring in from the window. And they basically just talk about how Hiram is being implicated in the murder, and that's not good for them. But the real important point is that Alice clearly has binoculars ready to stare at Archie through the window. Through her daughter's room. (laughs) That was weird as hell. Yep. She's a freak. She freaky. (laughs) Jughead and Betty are now arguing in the room. And he's upset, for good reason, that she invited his alcoholic dad to a kegger. You didn't get that in this episode, but yeah, his dad's an alcoholic. Um, and so he's pretty upset about that. And she says, well, it wasn't supposed to be a kegger. It's not my fault that, you know, this all happened. And Jughead points out that, you know, these people would have actively shunned me, you know, two months ago. Okay, I guess it's two months. So they moved, to, they moved together to town. Doesn't he say that he would have actively shunned them, right? You're right. Yeah, you're right. He would actually shun them. And then he's pointing out all their differences about why, you know, they just really shouldn't work out. And George, I posted this in the chat. Do you mind saying the line? This is the line that made me want to start this podcast. Okay. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on? That's weird. That delivery, you're the best, George. <laughs> uh, that's a mantra. That's a. You guys gotta know who you get in the ring with. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good that I was screaming when I watched it for the first time. And, and he says it's just a party. And he says it's not just a party. You did this for you. And I'm like, oh god, oh no, bughead. What I love about and, this line, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. is just a before we started recording or maybe it's actually in this recording um brian commenting on him with the panda hat <laughs> and just like yeah, yeah. it's just but it's just like that same thing as like people because i have my clutches of like appearance right <laughs> like everybody has like that or the crutch of appearance of like you can't be especially like i remember being in high school and i couldn't be seen unless i was in school it was awkward to be seen outside of school. Oh, yeah. I didn't wear anything but uh, long pants and uh, long sleeves, remember? Absolutely. Um, I remember getting – oh, yeah. Brian would always have the zip-up jacket, and then um, Bella. Bella would be coming in to school with the jeans and then the long sleeve, right, with the Minecraft shirt over it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I had several. Or, or, or the creeper jacket, right? I did have a, I had a, so I uh, had, so I had a creeper jacket before creeper jackets existed. I, I, I went, yeah, I do remember the original one. You had. I went before, this was like when Minecraft had just went into its beta, uh, because I had it back in classic. Was, uh, this, this was a different year when it first came out on the Xbox 360 store. That was the first year yeah. that it came out on Xbox 360. Yeah, well, I had this jacket before then oh. because my grandma, my grandma took me to get back to school stuff, and I asked for what was my budget, you know, and uh, I factored a specific. I think it was forty dollars, and I went to the t-shirt store at the mall, and I gave them a picture of a creeper that I wanted on the hood so that I could have a, a hood for the creeper thing, and I had that original picture, the comic that was like, oh, that's a real nice everything you have there. It'd be shame if something were to happen to it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Bill, you fucking snapped on that because, like, I'd like to think somebody saw that. I don't know. You know, we live in California. So it's like, <laughs> let alone. <laughs> during- oh, <laughs> let's not, let alone. <laughs> let alone. 
let, let alone <laughs> let alone Kearney Mesa. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to say Kearney Mesa? <laughs> We're just ragging on you. I'm just gonna bleep these out. That's <laughs> so funny. It's so, so funny. you know, because I'm sure all three of us had a moment with like talent scouts in the mall, where like some talent scout comes up to your mom, is like, "Your child would be perfect for Nickelodeon acting." I went to those, and you basically there's they try to get you to pay like thousands of dollars Absolutely. to go to a camp that they swear. I literally almost went to one that Cole Sprouse went to. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's all full circle. You know what was coming to you? Just fucking Bob Sh or Rob Schneider, just fucking making you pull your feet out, bro. Yeah, like Rob Schneider. Dan. Well, I forgot his name. <laughs> Dan Schneider. Dan. Rob Schneider's Adam Sandler's friend. Damn it. <laughs> Dan Schneider. Sorry, Rob Schneider. You're not that bad. You just <laughs> well, now you ruined our chances of getting Rob on the show, dude. Come on, Rob Schneider. Yeah, take a an episode of South Park where it's like Rob Schneider as a character. How many rabbit holes have we gone down? What are the biggest rabbit hole? Folks, we are in the middle lost weekend because we're lost. <laughs> folks, folks, what is happening right now in the show is that Jughead is trying to break up with his girlfriend. <laughs> he says, you're the perfect girl next door. And Betty's like, I hate that word. And he says, I'm damaged loner from the other side of the tracks. And we're on borrowed time. You know, you're just you're just slumming it with me until Archie falls in love with you. And then I don't remember if she leaves, but the scene ends because now we got to have Archie being a freaking idiot. Just a total dumbass. Yep. He's being drunk, talking to Val, being like, hey, why'd you come? I want to talk. And she's like, eh, no. <laughs> yeah, he wants to talk. And she says, you know, he, he says, hey, I think maybe we were a little bit too fast about this. And she says, we didn't do anything. I decided that you were a hot mess and didn't want anything to do with you. He like grabs her shoulder as she's trying to leave and she throws his drink at and she throws her drink at him. <laughs> Hit him with the shits. Yeah. That's how he, you get him. He like freaks out and he gets all sweaty. Like he looks like he just like popped like a fucking Molly or something. Okay, hold up. Superhero moment. Come on. <laughs> oh wow. What an inter I thought it was one of the coolest shots in the show yeah, too. The whole scene was like he was about to go Hulk. <laughs> he's gonna look out. He's gonna turn orange. But what does he do when he when he gets all sweaty and lays down in his bed upstairs? Ah, yes, he calls his father and tells him blackout drunk. Oh yeah, <laughs> such and a I, bad idea. I really thought that the climax was gonna be that Fred came home because his son was drunk. Yep, me too. What was funny about that scene? It was like hinting into some like anime trope like fucking like well actually nah there was never like any much of that much but i remember what was the one uh nino no fucking brother and sister there was some shit going on with some <laughs> there was some shit going on one of those animes i was about waiting in the summer no i'm not talking about waiting in the summer i'm talking about i'm talking about let me go to my anime list. Listen, listen. Wait, no, no, ourselves. we can't do this. Okay. We have to reel this all in. I'm saying, so sorry. Okay, all I'm saying is I thought they were going somewhere different because he's like, I drunk out my dad last night. While I was, and I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? That is so fucking weird. What do you mean you drunk out your dad? Like, what? <laughs> Okay, now I get what you're saying. This is not the only case of incest in the show. Yeah, there's more. 
But Jughead is leaving the kitchen. And uh, he, he really wants to leave. He says, like, I hate this. This sucks. I'm ghosting. And Chuck and Cheryl catch him at the door. They, and Chuck shoves Jughead back. And Cheryl's wearing the spider brooch, which we have noted on other episodes. The brooch is what Cheryl's personality will be in that scene. Yep. She can have an evil sister. <laughs> yeah. And she says, you can't leave now. We haven't even played our game yet. And she locks the door from the inside, which is the same side that they're on. Okay, why don't you just walk to the back and jump the fence? Or even just walk yeah. to the back? The part where the one single adult in the room should have came way more earlier into play. This was where I was like, how is there a fucking adult in the room? And this is like going down right now. Yeah, FP watches the entire next scene happen. Yeah, but so now they are, it's a commercial break. And they cut back. We, we just had a commercial break, folks. Uh, that was Coca-Cola's uh, assassination department. Thank uh, you, Coca-Cola. Thank you, Coca-Cola. Thank you, thank you, um, uh, Raytheon, for your knife missile advertisement. Thank you. Uh, to continue funding our glorious uh, empirical government. Oh, I have, I have a thank you, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Vanessa Hudgens play Veronica? Should have. If only. Should have definitely played Veronica. <laughs> Recast. Bella, I'm only in this podcast, so. Uh... Vanessa Hudgens notices me in some capacity. <laughs> Hopefully, we're gonna at her. We're gonna. I have to remember to at her uh, on Twitter. With I'm just kidding. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan, so if anyone has any connections to Taylor Swift, yeah, get, me, Taylor in, Swift. get me in there. Get me in there as hey. fast as you can. This is a cry for help. <laughs> hey, Taylor Swift, friend of the pod. Come on, anytime you want, Taylor. Right. We will make time. There will be a day where you meet Taylor. I met her in person. I almost threw up and passed would you out. Be, would you time. be embarrassed if the reason you met her was because of this podcast? No, absolutely not. Any way I could get her in, I could get to see her. That'd be easy. Get her in. Get her in. Before we cut back to the episode, I'd like to say that the only reason Brian plays Mercy in Overwatch is because he likes Taylor Swift. Oh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, now they're playing a game called Secrets and Sinners, and apparently it's supposed to be a game like Truth or Dare, except there's not a game at all. It's just Cheryl and Dilton Doily and Chuck saying like horrible things about our main cast. Hey, sounds good to me. And she starts with Veronica. Uh, she starts, she's just laying into her and her dad, and Veronica turns it around and says that Cheryl killed her brother because she was in love with him. That got real Jeez. serious. Like, well, they jumped out the gate. They were just serious off the rip with that one. That was a weird one. Yeah, and uh, Kevin, Kevin's reactions are some of my favorite in the show because he says, this is riveting. I literally can't breathe. <laughs> he's such a good character. And now Dilton wants to go next, and uh, he says that he saw Miss Grundy's car at the river. And now they're talking about how Archie was fucking his music teacher. Which was a which was a plot point that they dropped. <laughs> dropped like a hot hot sack of rock. Because everyone thought it was really weird that they had a kid kissing a teacher in like uh, episode one. Kissing, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, wow. kissing. I can't really. Can I say the other word, Bella? You think I could say the other word? Fudging. Fudging. Yeah, yeah. Fudging the teacher in episode one. Yeah, and Chuck says that. Uh, oh man, that must be you. Got some pretty bad mommy issues, huh? And literally, why did anybody agree to this? And now mm -hmm. Chuck is, is outing Betty about the hot tub incident. And Jughead is super upset about this. 
And he turns to him and he says, you, you'd know all about that, wouldn't you, Jughead? And Jughead, like, with his entire body, just decks Chuck across the face. <laughs> I like so that scene where he punches him, because I was just wanting something out of Jughead, I think, at that point in this episode. Like, there's only so much you could take of him just, like, just being, eh. Being edgy. Yeah, it's like, all right, come on, come on, come on. Like, just do something. You do something. Please. Like. And you know, it's not like man up. Like, oh, man up. Just say something at it's least or anything. <laughs> Just like stick up for yourself, please. Come on. Yep. Yeah. And Chuck knocks Jughead back like into the glass cabinet. Everything shatters. And FP grabs Chuck, the child, and shoves him out the door. He turns back and says, what are you talking about? It's done. Party's over. Go home. It took for him to like finally step in. Like. That was the point he waited. He waited until his kid got in a fight. I love how he's a good dad. Can we just go back to because previous in the episode, that point where FP comes in the room where the guys are making out, he's like, You can feel the tension in the room. <laughs> Yo, like, I'm just like at a party and like some like 50 year old dude just comes out of the shadows and just they're part of the the same gang yeah they're in a gang together the only reason he's supposed to be dating kevin is to get information about the sheriff because kevin is the sheriff's son it just blows it for the other party who you're trying to like disguise it's like bro (laughs) on right now like yeah that is pretty funny you're definitely right he runs a tight ship that guy (laughs) so uh fp he like grabs jughead as jughead's trying to walk away and he says don't you do this don't you give up on her you go and you talk to her you talk to her now you don't run away from this i ran away from this and you're not gonna do it and every time jughead and his dad like have a uh, like a situation where they're talking to each other like his dad's hands are on his shoulders he's like yelling at him and they're both about to cry oh yeah but they're good scenes i like them <laughs> ptsd Lou. yeah like my yeah, yeah. like my dad will never hear this. So I don't care. But like my dad and <laughs> my shoulder like creates a physical withdrawal. Like it, it mm. like up until that point, the moment the hands on the shoulder, oof. Absolutely. Chilly, haunting. And J- Jughead really doesn't want to go, but but he he FP talks him into it. And uh I gotta say, at this point, Fred's house is so fucked. That house is trash. I feel bad for whoever has to clean that up. I don't, because we know who it is. Oh, right. I forgot. (laughs) So now Alice, Betty's mom, is confronting FP, and she's just being like a jerk. She just walks up to him and says, well, you know, as the neighborhood watch captain, I have a duty to ask, what are you doing in this neighborhood? Like, knowing that his child lives there. And FP says that Alice used to be a Southside Serpent, which is the gang that they're in. Shocker. So that was, I, you know, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't see it coming. (laughs) But now we're at Pops, and I got to say, knowing what was going to happen, I, you know, they made, uh, they made Cole Sprouse look pretty dreamy here. He looks sick. He looks sick. Jughead's hat is off. He is, he's no hat on. And they're sitting in the booth. And Jughead and Betty are talking. And he's, he says, you know, I'm sorry. You were trying to do something nice for me but I just kind of short circuit when people do nice things for me. And she apologizes for hiding the whole, you know, hot tub thing from him. And 
another superhero moment. Betty says, there's a darkness in me that sometimes it's overwhelming and it makes me do crazy things. Exactly. Oh my God. Exactly. It's yeah, I'm telling vibe. you. It was so like real that you mentioned that. Yeah. She like shows her hands. And this is what I mentioned earlier. Currently she has been clenching her fists so hard that the, her, her nails cut her palms. And Jughead grabs them with his really long fingers. He's got incredibly long fingers and toes. <laughs> and he kisses them. And then Betty kisses him, and Bughead lives for now. That'd be so fudged up if they ended in the next episode, but you would know, and I can't Ooh, say anything. Yeah, wouldn't that be fudged up, huh? <laughs> so, oh, that would be fudged the fudge up, huh? So Archie and Veronica are on the couch after the party, and he's kind of worried about his reputation, and Veronica says it's not a big deal. And he says, oh, you know, I, I called my dad earlier, and and apparently he called his dad and he told him, dad, don't sign the divorce papers. <laughs> okay, drunk son. You got it. <laughs> Mom, when I guess I'll get there to it. Get there with it. I'll come in. With it. Come. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Because <laughs> um, his, his dad definitely knew that there was a party going on and that his kid was drunk. There's no way he didn't hear it. And Archie says, well, do you ever think about what if you've done things differently? And Veronica goes, well, then we wouldn't have met. And that would be a tragedy of epic proportions. He's and like epic so much, and I hate it. <laughs> they do. But, like, what do you think is going to happen? Of course, they kiss. And they stop for a second. But then she gets, like, on top of him, and they start kissing. Uh, I've also noticed this relationship's not going to pan out either, because they always kiss when they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, the slow burn one. And it, it's just not going to work. Your parents hooked up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. And so uh, we wake up the next morning and it's Veronica in Archie's bed. And she wakes up and realizes where she is. And he slept on the floor in Jughead's bed with no blanket for some reason. Jughead clearly had a blanket, but he just wanted to. We just want another one more KJ Apa shirtless thing. Oh, yeah, we need one. And we've been dying for one, really. Yeah. And she kisses his sleepy ass goodbye. That would wake me up, by the way, the way she kisses him. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> like she's leaning on his body. <laughs> She's walking down the stairs, and this house is so fucked. Oh my god, Poor it is—it's horrible. And Jughead is sitting upright, clearly like awake for a while, drinking coffee in Fred's chair. And they like—they say a couple words, but they basically just share a knowing glance. And he's like, "I'm not going to say anything." I'm sure that won't show up anytime soon. Oh no, it doesn't. <laughs> he just walks out after he like says, "Well, I won't say anything." And she just leaves. Yep, she doesn't even say bye or anything. Like, it's like, like well, well, he's got some shit on you now, so maybe you should at least like end on a note where like he should feel like he can keep it to himself. Yep. But she's yep. like, well, I'm busy. Yeah, I gotta go talk to my butler, Smithers. <laughs> she says, Smithers, can I ask you something? He says, uh, sure, yeah, fine, whatever. And she asks him, is, is daddy a good person? And he doesn't want to say. He does not feel appropriate answering that question. <laughs> I don't and she, and she says, is my mom a good person? And he says, unequivocally, my good madam. <laughs> and Imagine so she, she wasn't a good person, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. And she agrees to make a statement on her dad's character just to save her mom, though. It's, it has nothing to do with the dad. And now we go back to Archie's house. And Archie is cleaning. And Jughead is not. Jughead is just sitting at the table eating breakfast while Archie is incredibly sweaty from doing his best to clean up this disaster. 
that's the best shot in the whole show so far. <laughs> and Jughead mentions, you know, Archie and Veronica, you know, you guys, how's that going? And he says, just don't, can you please just not mention it? And he says, sure, of course not. Now we show Alice recover or Betty recovering with Alice and her mom. I thought it was tea, but I looked it up. It's called a high point. It's like a, it's like a high caffeine coffee. Huh? Yeah. And uh, high point and aspirin. And Alice asks about FP and Joaquin, who she was staring at through the window with her binoculars. And uh, she basically kind of points out, like, hey, you know, don't you think it's a little bit fishy for a, a Southside serpent to be dating, you know, the sheriff's son? It's a pretty small town, but it's not that small. And uh, she's got a point. Very it's suspicious. <clears throat> very sus. Then Veronica like, brings. Are like, mom, why are you in my shit like this? <laughs> now Veronica is bringing Betty a scone and a coffee. And were they at school at this yeah, point? They're okay. in the uh, blue and gold office. Yeah, yeah, you're right. In the front office where they just decide to be. And <laughs> Betty mentions the last time you brought me baked goods was when you kissed Archie. <laughs> Veronica's just like, oh. oh. <laughs> Yeesh. Is it on me? <laughs> yeah. And that's like the second episode. And she says, uh, she's like conflicted. She doesn't know about if she should make, you know, now that she made the statement, she doesn't know if it was the right decision. But um, Hiram hired Jughead's dad for the drive-in job. Maybe there's others. Maybe we should, you know, I, I think I'm going to help you with the story. Now they're all investigating the murder, which I don't understand how it took Veronica this long to say she was going to help out with the murder. Her best friend's like, thing. Yep. Ten episodes in. We're getting to the meat of the potatoes. <laughs> now we're at the closing monologue. <clears throat> you know what? Actually, George, can you read this closing monologue? You're, you're good at the Jughead. Of course. Yeah, you're a great Jughead. All right. I'm going to. I I'm can't gonna... believe it. It's, it's pretty. It's, I like your. I like the way you do it. Whether you believe in order or chaos, in the end, it's the same. We are neither. We are either. <laughs> well, this could be either or neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be neither if it was an E. It was an He's more of a pessimist. <laughs> He's more of a pessimist with neither. Whether you believe in order or chaos, in the end, it's the same. We are either in control of our lives or merely we think we are. Merely think we are. And Veronica gets a package, and it's pearls from Hiram, which you didn't see this, George. Uh, we've had Veronica's Pearl Watch on the podcast several times because Veronica has several pearls, and she's mentioned on my mother's pearls. But it turns out they're her father's. The biggest plot twist in television history. <laughs> Every time that Hiram fucked shit up when she was a kid and did something bad, she would make it up to Veronica by buying her something. And those pearls were something. And in the last episode, she ripped them off and they bounced all over the, the bathroom. But now there's more pearls because she did a good job. Mm -hmm. There's one more scene in the episode. George, what's that scene? It's a scene where... um. Oh, what's his name? Archie. Archie's parents both come home. Yep. Both of them. His mom's also, there. Archie, Archie, Archie does push his dog in the neck. He like, does. Point that he, out. he holds his dog like in an awful way. KJ Appa does not own dogs, it seems. <laughs> 
Yeah, and so now Archie's mom is home. Archie's and mom looked like a like a ghost from a like she was, <laughs> her grin was her grin was so menacing. It was just like, ooh, she Do you know who that is? Molly Ringwald. Yeah. She's like from all like those like dramas. She's literally in a John Landis movie, which is what Jughead mentioned. Wait oh. a second. Wait a second. In this universe. Wait a second. <laughs> in this universe. Is Archie's mom in the Breakfast Club? <laughs> Wait a second. This doesn't make any sense. I, what? Have you guys seen um, Legion? No. Nope. nope. It's the one where they're like at a gas station and then all of a sudden uh the revelations chapter of the Bible starts coming true and like one of the it's like a super Christian movie. It's like <laughs> it's like the angel like Solomon or Samuel or somebody comes down and this like steam but either way, she looks like the demon grandma from Legion. That's kind of <laughs> what I'm getting. <laughs> okay. I love that. I'll so, find I mean, a picture of that. End of the episode, Bughead is still together. Archie is uh has a mom home now. Wow. Um uh, Veronica is conflicted about the case with her dad. Her dad's happy with her because she lied about him being a good person. We've got a lot of irons in the fire. Oh yeah. And I'm definitely not... all of them will be solved and explained in the next episode, right, Bella? <laughs> uh sure. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Well, let's just say this show does a two episode type of deal where it has one episode that's about one thing, like plot um, A, and then it uh, it turns into plot B for the episode that comes after, and then it goes back uh, to plot A. Oh, I'm something so not, I've noticed. So not excited about that. <laughs> uh, so I wrote this in my notes at the very very end because I was editing episode six recently a oh. um, little bit how the sausage is made folks i say that a lot but we record a lot of these ahead of time we are very far ahead i think this is going to be several weeks out from when we actually record it and so episode six we show that alice gave well so no, no so, sorry in episode six we see that betty still uses a nightlight yep. Do you remember this yep it's like it's important because that's a nightlight that Polly gave to her because yep. they weren't allowed to sleep in the same bed for some reason. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what Alice gives Polly at the baby shower? Isn't it the nightlight? Was it, was it a nightlight? It's the nightlight. She stole the nightlight that she stole. She stole <laughs> Betty's nightlight. That is so funny. Props. Oh God. Oh, that's stole. so good. That's she such stole. a good fact to know. She stole her daughter's nightlight to give to her other daughter as a baby shower present. Alice, how cheap are you? <laughs> it was horrible. It's oh. horrible. George, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any closing thoughts about the episode? I gotta say, um, it did a good job at drawing me in. <laughs> <laughs> Being that I'm ten sec or ten seconds, ten episodes in, and I have basically zero context because the previous episode that I had watched for context for a former episode that I was going to appear on, but didn't happen to be able to do that because I fell asleep because the episode was not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
It was really bad. This episode was good though. Like I, I mean, I stayed pretty. Um, you know, there were some points where like I was a little out of the loop, so it was. I was trying to like keep up maybe a little bit with stuff I just didn't have enough contacts on, but otherwise, like it's a pretty decent episode, and then I liked it. I did, and this was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this was this was not only the episode that I've been waiting for, one of the two episodes really that I've been waiting for for quite some time. This was the perfect example of the the premise of this podcast in the first place of bringing people on with no context into these episodes where we knew what was happening. So oh, yeah. I. Couldn't ask anybody uh, better to do it with George. We had a wonderful time. I think this is going to be nearly a two-hour episode, maybe maybe hour and a half. I I don't know if I'm going to release two parts or not. I really made your job hard with this one, and hopefully it gives you more context or or more. um, I'm saying context a lot. Um, Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully next time. This, the episode is more suitable for my rabbit holes because, man, I could just really go on a fucking tangent. I do miss your rabbit holes, George. Oh, George, I miss it. I'm, I'm glad we got to, you know, this is the, one of the first times that the three of us have gotten to uh, hang out as well in, in quite some time with, you know, COVID and, you know, post-high school jobs and everything. It's, it was great. It was, it was a grand old re- little... I dropped my fish. I dropped my wooden fish. I'm leaving. You can't drop the fish. <laughs> That's a rule, too. Come on. We only have two rules around here, Bella. George, we don't talk about do Harry Potter, any... and we don't drop the fucking fish, Bella. Come on. Rule three, George. Rule three. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> Holy shit! I was gonna say that earlier because we were joking about Vanessa Hudgens, but at the end of the day, Brett Favre will always remain just <laughs> the soul of like, yeah. Church, do you have anything that you want to plug? Any any way that our our listeners can find you, get more content from you? Just look out for Curious George. That's all you gotta. Yeah, just look out for Curious George. Okay, I'm all right. Look out for Curious George, folks. Have a wonderful evening. I hope you enjoyed. Bye bye. Bye.